Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. So once in a while, I want to share with you something I'm calling Jen's Jots. And this is really the result of some questions that I've been asked as a result of our past shows Um, as well as some emails that I've received, and just to drill down some of the um, techniques that I've already presented in in some of the previous episodes. So today what I wanted to talk about was um, the relationships with our referral partners. Um, The question that was posed to me is, Jen, um, what does the financial planner say to you, you know, when you say that you have several relationships, are they concerned that that dilutes the relationship that you have with them? And the answer is no. Um, What I found is that um, we have to have several relationships with financial planners because if you kind of think of this in a, in a scale or, you know, that kind of a um, linear view is that on the left side of um, the scale is you have to have a financial planner who is willing to talk to a client who has absolutely no cash, but is interested in learning about budgeting and maybe just wanting to start saving 10 or $20 a month. So you have to have a financial planner on that end of the spectrum. And then you need a financial planner on the opposite end of the spectrum who Uh, For example, one of the financial planners I work with um, won't talk to anyone who has anything less than $5 million in investable assets. So you have that that complete spectrum of what they do for a living and what their um, business is really um, surrounded you know, with what type of client. Um, And the best way to carve that out is to ask the financial planner who... Um, it, where 80% of their business comes from. So they may tell you that they work with clients that have a million dollars in investable assets, but if 80% of their business comes from people who make $100,000 a year, then that's where we need to be sending those clients to them and not not the high-end clients and take that kind of a risk. So that's the first level of it. The second level is that Once you've determined that it's a client that needs a financial planner who will allow for just simple budgeting and just to start investing, it now becomes a second layer of personality. Maybe you have a financial planner who is um, a 30-year-old. Maybe you have a financial planner who's a 60-year-old, and your client is 25. So we have personality matches, and so we have to consider that as well. So now on the left side of the spectrum, not only do you have one financial planner for 
um, low budget, um, just starting to get, uh, just starting their investing, but you also have two and three of them just for personality, age dynamic. And then on top of that, we also have um, location. So where I'm, where I live in metropolitan DC, um, I could have a client who is um, 80 miles west of Washington DC who travels into Washington DC for their job every single day. And that's not out of the or, um, out of the ordinary for us to have that happen. It happens um, quite a bit. So if I have a client who's 80 miles away from Washington DC, and um, they go into Washington, D.C. to work, it might make sense for them to work with a financial planner there so that they can spend the time um, with them during work hours, but it also might make sense for them to have a financial planner 80 miles west of Washington, D.C. So it's in your best interest to gobble up any financial planner that you can meet and, and bucket them and decide where they fit in that spectrum so that you can properly direct your clients. So that's my Jen's Jot for this episode. Um, again, please don't just listen to these um, podcasts. Please, please go to iTunes and write a review because that re those reviews are so helpful to keep me going. And I love getting that feedback to share with you. So if you have any questions that you'd like for me to go deeper with, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me. Go to kineticsparkconsulting.com and you will find my contact information there as well as I will post episode notes today. See you later. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.